Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, Chief Monkey of Wall Street Oasis, and this is Monkey to Millions, a show where you get a front row seat as I mentor young students and professionals to try and help them break into their dream jobs. In the first cohort, you'll meet four students, all preparing for intense job interviews while trying to also balance a personal life and schoolwork. The goal of this show is to shine a light on the struggles of trying to break into competitive positions with a non-traditional background and to give you a roadmap for your own success. My hope is that as you get to know these four impressive students, you're inspired to dream big. Remember, these are real people and this is their true story. Let's get to it. In this session, Andrew shares the new reality faced by many students coming into internships this summer and how his firm is dealing with COVID-19. We explore how he can make his time at home productive, and I sound like a broken record, trying to get him to ramp up his networking efforts rather than dial it back. Enjoy. All right, Andrew, welcome to April 8th. Kind of a crazy month since we last spoke. Has, yeah. I think when we, when we spoke last, was it like early March? I think it was either early March or late February, one of the one of the two. Yeah, so things hadn't really kind of uh, fan, gone, yeah. Gone, yeah, gone crazy like they have since then. Um, so yeah, I'd love to just get an update from you. Um, I think you've been sending in the weekly updates, anyways, but just just a just a recap. Yeah, yeah, sure. So yeah, so since the last call, like I started, I started like all my New York outreaches even I had a few calls, like a few guys who went to like Columbia masters in like real estate that were like originally from Montreal. And they actually thought that I went to school in Montreal, but I'm like, I'm not going to correct them. Um, so yeah, I had a few like general calls like that. Um, nothing huge in terms of like them, like knowing about positions and especially like given the circumstances, it was right around the time of like COVID just, destroying pretty much all hopes um but yeah since then like school kind of shut down and moved to like a pass fail system and it's just kind of like throwing in last minute projects and um yeah just got word from summer internship yesterday that they'd be moving to work from home for the first month until like june for that's like its tentative basis and then yeah i mean because that internship was supposed to start in may right super early so it would be their plan is work from home till like June, um, kind of see where everything's at then and then move into the office. So, I mean, that would be perfect, but like I had to cancel my residence in Toronto um, just because of that. Like they, the residents basically gave me like a two day, like ability to get a refund for the whole summer. So I was like, may as well. Um, but now like the only thing is if I actually have to go there, it would just be like 
getting an Airbnb or something or you figuring something out. out. Yeah, you could. I'm sure there's going to be capacity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. I don't think you're having trouble getting a good deal on uh, on an apartment or whatnot. Yeah, well, I was supposed to go with a few guys from from like my school there and just stay in the residence, but I'm sure they they'd accommodate. There's really no way around that. And yeah, so kind of besides that, just yeah, finishing up courses, finished my real estate modeling course, and then I'm going to move into like my real estate investment banking specific course that's that's not even mine i just have to log in for it so um just gonna plug away at that and just i guess keep busy till the start of the internship has it has it been like i know you said like the, you're really focused on the real estate stuff is are you going to get exposed to that on the internship you think yeah so i'm in the real estate group um, yeah, so you're you're basically you're you're going real estate like there's no coming back now um, yeah which is i cool. think i've committed to yeah so which, which is really cool um so i think it's interesting because the real estate um forum has i don't know if i told you it's like the second most active forum on wsl right now behind ib yeah i've been posting a few things too just in terms because i know there's like a few people even asking about like canada specific they're like should i go like a pension fund or yeah like this other fund and like being at a pension fund i know like what the deal flow is like what they're actually like doing in the job and honestly like it's it's better to be at a smaller shop, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, no, um, the activity on Wall Street Oasis has surged in the last week or two to the point where I think this is the highest it's ever been in April. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like active users, I think it's just nuts. It's all over the place. Like it was funny because middle March, it kind of like dropped i think when the whole market was just collapsing everyone was checking their portfolios trying to figure out what to do and then once things kind of settled in and like people realized oh, wait i actually am going to be stuck at home for a while yeah wso became a a, a nice distraction <laughs> oh for sure um so um it's been interesting to see that that whole progression it's been really odd to see like you know normally our, our traffic's like very predictable like this and then it was like just down, spiked like spiked yeah. <laughs> like what is going it's totally totally unpredictable right now um but yeah anyway so okay so you're it sounds like they've made initial kind of contingency plans through may um mm -hmm. hopefully you can get some experience still it's hopefully it's not just a joke network. yeah that's that's at least what i'm hoping i know like some like the bulge brackets are going to like a four week internship with guaranteed offers. So I don't, yeah, I don't know how, like how intense that would be. Yeah. The positive news is there are a lot of like kind of guaranteed offers. The downside of that for you is if you don't get that deal mm -hmm. um, or if they cut back, then a lot of the interns, there may not be as many lateral positions yeah. um, at the end of this summer um, for like, trying to fill a lot their last few slots at them if, at, at if anything they're going to probably feel like they're um a little bit too um like they've hired too many people mm -hmm. you know if if this if this drags out longer than expected yeah uh, i mean if i had to guess i'd say probably nothing even returning to normal or semi-normal till like mid-may i'm guessing yeah like, and that's going to be probably like, okay, um, you don't have to, no, not everybody has to stay at home, but like restaurants can have like 20% capacity or something like that. You know what I mean? And um, maybe certain schools can come back with, you know, certain guidelines in place, but it's yeah. a testing ramp, man. It's going to be tough. No, definitely. 
So, um, so yeah, tell me about, so the, the, the networking, have you, I mean, now that you've kind of probably settled in, um, are you living at home now? Yeah. Yeah. Just living at home. Got three monitors set up here. So, I mean, Even in terms of, no, <laughs> in terms of like, uh, I don't know, I'd, I'd be prepped to work. I've got like podcasts on like one screen on like YouTube, like LinkedIn, my outlook. So that's pretty much it. Maybe you can situation. help. I'm thinking of going to a multi-monitor setup. Do you have yeah. a, you have one in portrait? Um, no, I don't. They're all like this. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. I'd be curious to hear what you set up on it. So you say like on one, you have like all your communication, like social media and another one you have like mm -hmm. your. Yeah. I can, I can like shoot you a, a message or like a picture message. I think I got it. Skype on my phone. So yeah. I'll shoot you that at the maybe, end of the call. Maybe you could teach me something in terms of productivity. Yeah. <laughs> um, very cool. So the, the networking itself though, um, tell me about that, the pace of that in terms of New York, are, are you still kind of going to try to actively? I mean, like, pushing? like I've been advised to like not reach out as much, just given the fact that everyone's got so much more on their plate and they aren't like as willing to hop on a call. I disagree. And I've kind of, well, I've kind of, I've kind of seen that in, in like the efforts, like some, some guys would take like three weeks to get back and they're like, well, I'm sure you like, I'm sure you understand. Yeah. If you're talking about three weeks ago. Yes. I think yeah. now as we settle into this, the reality, people it's actually have a better. ton of time. People have a ton yeah. of time at home. They're like, they're craving like some sort of human interaction. <laughs> yeah. Like outside their family. So I think it can be good. Um, yeah. Actually a really good time. As long as you're doing it with like, you're not like following up a week later, like, Hey, what's going on? Or like two weeks later, like, like extend out any sort of follow-up significantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like you'd reach out once you don't hear from them, just keep going and wait like a good six to eight weeks before. Yeah. Them again. Got it. Um, so I think it's just more being more respectful of like the, the unresponsiveness. Yeah. And, and Got it. making mention of specifically, like, I know things have been crazy. I'm not looking for, you know, I'm not looking for a, um, I think John, um, I was talking to him yesterday about how he's been networking through this, but just basically he's saying like, I'm not looking, I know everything's done. I know recruiting's done. I already have an interest to blind up. I'm just really more interested in hearing about you, your, your path and, and, you know, what it's like at XYZ firm. Yeah. And like the ones that I did have calls with, like were really receptive and they went like really deep into their backgrounds. Like one of the guys was talking about like, so he, he was doing like real estate development for like the, like for New York city or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about his time in like student government at McGill, <laughs> like really going Very deep bad. into it. Yeah. So that's pretty, pretty crazy. That's awesome. That's awesome. The more you can make into a conversation like that, where they're like reminiscing or talking about this stuff, I think that's good because it builds a, it builds a nice connection and they're going to remember that conversation fondly. Like when you, yeah. when you ping them again. Oh, for sure. So I think, you know, do you have a good list of people in New York now that you've, how many calls do you think you've done for with, with New York people? Like 10? Like, yeah, like five. Five, five okay. or so. Yeah. yeah, so I mean. Not too many, but. If you can scale that up by like midsummer, like say June, July, and mm -hmm. you're in the office in Toronto, you can be like, oh, we're finally here, back in the office. Hope things are doing well, you know, going well all day. Yeah. Give you an update. Things are going well here. Um, you know, I don't know, make some sort of reason to reach out give them an mm -hmm. update on what you're doing like the types of deals you're working on yeah 
you can say, I don't know what your, you know, what your timeline looks for, for like your own hires personally, but it might be, it makes sense to stay in touch um, later in the mm-hmm. And so you're kind of, you keep that, I would say doing the work you do now, then you're kind of priming kind of the, the early to midsummer reach out. Yeah. So that it's just the, just the footwork now, basically. It's the footwork now so that, you know, it's a second contact in midsummer, like a little update with like the types of deals you're working on, what you've been up to. Um, and then end of summer, you know, hope all is well, maybe make a comment around something that you guys talked about. And then end of summer, it's kind of like, oh, I got a return offer. I'm thinking of this, da, da, da. Um, you know, or, you know, there is no return offer here. I was curious mm-hmm. what's going on at your shop and da, da, da. And then okay. it's a lot more warm and the, the, the hit rates on, on those where you've had a couple touch points already is going to be, you know, 80 plus percent, not in terms of getting an offer, but in terms of just getting a response. Yeah. Um, and then they could probably put me in touch with someone who could put me in touch with someone and just goes exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think um, important to just try and build that, especially if you're going to try to make it down to New York. Um, it doesn't have to be just New York. I mean, what about Toronto? Have you you have a pretty good network there, right? Yeah, that's that's a lot better than New York for sure. It's keeping that warm too. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say you know, mid like an early when I say midsummer, probably like June ish, like when you get back in the office and you have something to say to them, just give them a short like two line update and say you know asking how how everything's going there, how are things back to normal? You know, just trying to make it a little more of a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you know um, that way in you're you're done in August, right? Yeah, end of August. End of August, really long. So I yeah. think you know mid August, once you have an idea, if you're getting like a return offer or whatnot, once they communicate to you, that's got to be like a surge of emails going out because you're only going to have like say three to four weeks to know what's going on from your current. I mean, you expect to get a full time offer, right? Yeah. So if you get that, it might be a great option for you if you enjoy your time there this summer. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. Do you have any knowledge about specifically like other real estate, private equity? Do you, do you know kind of if you want to go buy side, sell side, like what's, what's your thought process? Cause this Um, this is a sell side shop, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, as of now, like my plan would be to go full-time here, maybe, Mm-hmm. like a year or two typical like analyst and see how I like it and yep. either move up or leave. And like, kind of, if I were to leave, like I know a lot of the spots in Canada, but kind of like, it's such a small community that yeah. I think it would be well worth it to, to start digging into the States a little more. Like, like there's some developers like Heinz, um, mm-hmm. Greystone or not Greystone, Graystar. Um, but there's like a ton of, ton of different firms out there i would just be getting the connections there and starting the to build thing them. yeah yeah to build those for that even that transition two years out mm-hmm. um or three years out <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah because i mean it happens so early nowadays i mean i don't think i don't think real estate pe and really those developers i don't think it's like on an on-cycle pe recruiting where they're recruiting you straight at, right when you start yeah. your your ib stint but um yeah, any anything you can do on the front end here is going to pay big dividends in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's cool. Any sort of fallback plan? Let's say things don't go well. Let's say COVID that you get you guys can't go back for June, July. Mm-hmm. Um, the economy's tanking, and they say, "Sorry, we can't give you a full time offer." What's the yeah, well, 
Well, I already have like, I've had this job in like the back of my pockets, the same thing. It's like with the federal government, it's doing like business equity valuations mm-hmm. for like income tax purposes. Okay. So essentially they're running like DCF, DCFs on like private companies. And it's pretty much trying to spit out a number for like what the per share basis is for the private owners of it. And it like and pay tax on that. Yeah. What they would pay taxes for, but that's like its own division within like the federal government. Like okay. I think base base pay is like 70 to 75 K and you're working maybe like 35 hours a week. So that's nice. You could do yeah. side projects with that. Exactly. Like that's, you could do a lot of networking. <laughs> oh, for, like that's, that's kind of been like my fallback plan, like kind of through, since I did my first internship there. So, okay. And you know, you wouldn't be too bad potentially um, in your back. Pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, for great, sure. that's a, that's an amazing option. I mean, don't underestimate the fact that you're getting a paid high, high hourly rate and you have a ton of free time to do other things, mm-hmm. whether that's doing a startup on the side, whether that's just networking your ass off and just until you find the perfect opportunity to, to jump in a year or two, if you want yeah. it, you know, I mean, it's oh, definitely, but, it's, it's uh, just something in my back pocket for sure. No, that's great. That's good to hear. Um, and then, yeah, I guess in terms of number of hours, like how much, how much time are you putting right now per week with school? I know it's probably like not as much. Um, and then with, with other stuff with like the, with the course, the courses you're taking online, that's good. Um, mm-hmm. and then like the networking, what would you say the split is right now? Uh, I'm not even sure of the split, but like kind of on like the, the per day, I'd say like the courses I was doing probably like a quarter of the day, like LinkedIn, like 10% and then school, school and kind of just like moving out of like my old apartment and like getting things rearranged is kind of just take up the remainder. So Got it. That's kind of been it for now. Got it. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, are you hitting, if I look at your LinkedIn, how many, how many connections are we up to now? Uh, like five thirty, give or take. So it's definitely not, not up there, up there by any means. But you got to get over a thousand. <laughs> it w- I can, I can bet that it would be over a thousand by, by next month, mid June, by mid early June. You can do better than that, dude. I'm telling you, you can do better than that. Like, like um, John, who's been hustling, he's been doing it for like a month. He he skyrocketed. I mean, you can do you can do 100 connections a day. Mm-hmm. And the downside, the only downside is you just may get filled. Your calendar may get filled up with calls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you may you may have to talk to old people like me longer than uh, for a big part for several hours a day. Uh, but I wish somebody had told me this earlier. Like I wasn't as aggressive as I should have been. Like mm-hmm. it's really all about who, you know, it really, yeah. it really is. And so I don't want you to, you know, go on LinkedIn for 30 minutes a day, request 20 people and think like, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not going to flow the, the number. It's just a numbers game. It's not going to, the funnel is not, you're not feeding the top of the funnel enough to actually develop mm-hmm. a strong relationships. So you know, the difference between 10 to 20 requests a day versus a hundred a day is 10 X. Mm-hmm. And that means 10 X flowing all the way down. So that means instead of, you know, two calls a week, you're getting 15 calls a week. 
It sounds crazy. Like, why would I be doing that right now? It's actually a great time to be doing it right now. People are home. They have time. They, um, especially when you don't need anything. This is the time when it's the hardest to motivate, but it's actually the easiest time to network because you're not asking for anything right now. It's just yeah. truly getting to know them. It's truly genuine. It's truly about building relationships. It's, it's actually, um, it's actually a time when people want to kind of like, maybe you can talk about people who went through the 2008 financial crisis. What was that like? Mm-hmm. Learning a little bit about that, learning a little bit about how they position themselves, um, especially in the real estate side. I don't know. Some probably some pretty interesting things happened. I yeah. read that a third of people like miss rent in the US um, in April. Mm-hmm. Like how does that gonna, how is that going to trickle through um, the, the real estate development, the developers and the, and the uh, landlords? Yeah probably pretty dramatic. Um, but yeah, I think the more aggressive you can get on it, man, the more like just even just doing it, if it's really painful for you, maybe like if you're going to the gym in the morning or not, obviously you can't go to the gym, but if you're working out in the morning doing, um, doing this, like either right after or right before for an hour, yeah, uh, just getting it out of the way, I think would be a good, a good way to kind of just stay steady with it. Um, Cause it's not going to build, build it into the routine or whatever. Build it in the routine because it's something that literally, if you do this, literally I can, I can almost guarantee in a year or two, you'll be like, Oh my gosh, that one connection I made was like just Mm -hmm. a massive win. Um, And if you don't do it, guess what? You'll be fine too, but you won't have as many options. You won't have potentially that huge game changing um, career change. Yeah. Oh, got it. It just won't be there because you just didn't put in the work. Um, and so like, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what's out there if you're not talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, the number of opportunities that open up to you with each additional request you send out, each additional conversation you have. Because like, so the connection request is just a way to get calls and re- build relationships. That's it. Yeah. So when we say networking, I always hate the word networking because it's like, it's it's implying like, Oh, I'm working like I'm working this conversation with you and I'm trying to like get mm-hmm. something out of it instead of like, let me actually understand who you are. Let me see if I can add value to you. Let me see if I can, um, you know, if there's anything I can do. So yeah, take an actual interest in them, like take good notes when you're on the calls with them, see if there's stuff that, you know, pops into your head, like you're reading about something and it, it's relevant to what they were doing or deals they were on, um, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. I think it's really important to foster that. And then if yeah. you're able to do that um, with, say, like, let's say you reach out to, in the next few months, you reach out to, I'm going to throw out a number, let's say 100 a day. Let's say, let's say you reach out to uh, connection requests, 3,000 people, um, you know, 800 people connect with you and, um, you know, 100 people get on a call with you mm-hmm. or 80 people get on a call with you or 60 people get on a call with you. And out of those 20, you develop really good relationships with. Mm-hmm. That's a super strong foundation now. But you see yeah. how big the funnel has to be at the top. Yeah. To get to that. No, for sure. So um, I know we've talked about it a lot. I just want to make sure that like, um, that you try to like work it into your schedule because um you won't see it now. And like, you don't see a lot of the value of it now, but I promise you in several years, like having built that up, especially if you lose your job, Mm -hmm. especially if unexpectedly lose your job, like your network's everything. Like if you, if you're going in cold, if you, 
if you need something and you're networking or you're unemployed and you're networking, it is, it is hard. People can smell that from a mile away. Mm. Like they're like, Oh gosh, I don't, I don't have anything, man. Sorry. I can't do it. Whereas if you've already built up that conversation and you're like, Hey man, I got, you know, do you know anybody? They're like, Oh shit. Like Andrew. Yeah. I remember chatting. I remember chatting with that guy a couple of times. Oh, he's so nice. And da, da, da. they're going to try mm-hmm. to pull stuff for you. Yeah. So it's a nice little insurance policy to have that big network and an actual real network. Um, and it's also an incredible, it, it's both insurance and it's incredible um, option value um, for, for the upside. So like totally outsized returns based on um, that, that one connection. You just, the problem is you don't know which one it's going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think a good thing that John's been doing um, is he goes to a state school. So he started off with like all the California state schools and he went through that, mm-hmm. but that was, re- they were really, people were really receptive about that. And then now he's like, what should I do next? I'm like, just hit any state school. <laughs> and so he's starting to do that, like going to Michigan and he's, he's gotten some great, he said he's gotten some great calls. Like people already talking about like, well, in a couple of years, I help bring lateral IB analysts over to Harris Williams. So he's talking about that to me. So like if he can get any sort of job and he has um, an internship kind of lined up right now, Mm-hmm. Um, but when he graduates, that has a good chance of converting to full time. And I basically told him, even if you have to work for basically free or like ten dollars an hour or eight dollars an hour, you take that job because once you have that a few deals on your resume, you can make a lateral jump to a very strong middle market bank like a Harris Williams or Houlihan or whatever, and then you're off to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, he he got that, but he's been he's been getting super aggressive with it. Fine, I've been like hammering him too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with it um i think people i think it's uncomfortable right it's like uncomfortable it's a little bit awkward um but just think of it as a way of like you're just having conversations and get comfortable with that yeah you know for sure get comfortable with that because it's it's going to be one of the most valuable skills you ever learn Mm -hmm. even if you're never directly in sales yeah definitely sounds good um you're always you're always going to be selling yourself for the rest of your life yeah yeah you're going to be selling your skills. You're going to be selling everything. So like the more kind of people that know of you and the brand that you build early on in your career, the easier you're going to be able to lateral to move, to jump, to, to jump up and across. Um, mm-hmm. It's just going to give you so much more flexibility. So it's really like think of a kid who freshman year starts. And by the time he graduates, he knows he's had, you know, 500 conversations or a thousand conversations and think of the kid who's kind of shy and just doesn't bother and thinks this networking is a joke. And he has 10 to 20 conversations, 10 to 20 conversations over those four years. Mm-hmm. And with the 500 conversations, he just has a whole world open to him, a whole world of mentors that he can tap. So yeah, it's a little bit of a rant, but it doesn't take that much work. <laughs> just listen to people talk about themselves. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and, you know, you might actually be able to learn a lot about the industries and the different nuances and stuff like that, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, what else is going on? So, I mean, your home, things are kind of getting settled, settled in. It sounds like. Yeah. Um, pretty much like kind of my only thing right now is like with, with school kind of like moving online and everything and say like, this is, this is still bad in like September. So would you like recommend like pushing, pushing graduation back like another 
four months. I think we'd like earlier discussed like May of 21. Like, would you still say that's safe? Putting or you like on, push it back further? Putting you on cycle, you mean? Well, you're already on cycle. You'd be graduating in May. Mm-hmm. Um, I would try to stay there. I mean, I don't know. It, it, depends on, it depends on your internship, really. If they're like, hey, we want you to start, then yeah, just finish. Okay. And even though I'm no epidemiologist or doctor or and I know very little about the spread of disease, my guess just based looking on numbers is, like I said, probably not back to any sort of normal state till mid-May. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then it's going to be like semi, it's going to be a slow process until testing is ramped. Once testing is ramped, you have a lot more options because you can start kind of quarantining and the people who, when there is kind of a little mini outbreak, you can quickly shut things down in locally rather than it being like everyone shut down everything. Got it. Um, so I think that hopefully by year end is what's happening. And like, we're kind of, um, there's the article, I'm sure you read it, the, the hammer in the dance. Have you read that article? No, no, I don't think I have. No. The hammer is like basically all about flattening the curve and doing the, oh, okay. Okay. the, the dance is once you actually start relaxing things again, you know, cases are going to go back up and surge. The question is you got to keep it down below, you know, the, the growth factor of one. So that's not exponentially growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I think that dance is going to, it's going to be really interesting in order to do that dance and, and win at that dance. You basically have to have testing ramped so that, you know, um, what the true growth factor is so if like we mm-hmm. if people go back to school let's say you go back to school in september and then in toronto there's another big outbreak you know it starts kind of scaling up and then boom everyone has to go work from home and online again yeah so um and so it might be a little bit of like this staggered staggered start stop start stop which is going to be pretty rough for for the economy um but hopefully something we can contain yeah um so how can I be helpful? What else? Um, kind of like, as of now, like you, you work from home pretty much all the time. So like, what, what are like some, some tricks and tips of the game? Like Locked that you door. would. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not used to it. Cause like my kids are now all home all day. So yeah. um, I actually had to get a lock on my door. Um, Cause they were just busting in on like all these calls and like <laughs> doing their own thing. But no, I think, um, routine is huge like if you can just book your calendar up so that you have yep. to wake up for in the morning um that's big because otherwise it's like you know you can be online netflix everything like yeah you can be like just you get into a, a bad pattern of like health and um, anxiety reading the news all day every day like i think mm-hmm. it's good to have a little bit but and be up to date but you know, looking at it for five hours and reviewing the same numbers for five hours, mm-hmm. and there's nobody any good for anxiety and, and stuff. So you got to take care of your mental health, you know? Yeah, not for sure. Um, but yeah, I'd say just setting a routine is, is, is key. Having, uh, having some goals each day and each week um, would be, um, would be big for you, especially with, with being more instructed. I think it's easier for me when I have a whole team to manage and people are like pinging me and asking me questions. Like I don't have an option, but to be on, Mm-hmm. Um, whereas where you have like online classes, there's a lot more distractions. You got three monitors, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's harder. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would definitely try to like get the painful stuff out of the way in the morning. Yeah. Before sure. you, and then give yourself like reward, it, it, give yourself an afternoon of rewards. If you're really, really productive in the morning. Um, 
that that will probably make you much uh, much more productive. Yeah, no, for sure. That sounds sounds good. Um, and then yeah, the other stuff, man. In terms of um, the networking, I know it's I know it's a broken record and, and stuff like that. I just really want you to um, appreciate like the the outsized returns you can get from it. Um, and, and take it seriously. Cause it's, it's something that, um, I can almost guarantee if you put in the work now and the people you meet now are going to be um, in, in some way, shape or form, especially if your class is pretty small in this internship class, like how many people are going to be joining with you? Like 10? I think it, I think it's like five. Yeah. Five people. Like, so you don't have the benefit of working at a bulge bracket internship or bulge bracket bank where you have a, you have a, a an automatic network of hundred other analysts that are going to mm-hmm. scatter in a few years at all the top private equity firms. You don't have that. So it's, it's even more important that you put in the work. Um, yeah. Cause I can tell you then the 12 or so analysts that I started with at Rothschild, like a couple more still good friends. One like saved my ass when I got fired, like that, those networks mattered, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So, oh, yeah. um, and that was only 12 people. Um, if I had been smarter about it, I would have been building other relationships at other, at other banks and stuff earlier, Mm -hmm. but you know, when you're young, it's tough to convince, (laughs) it doesn't convince people that it's important. So, yeah, Uh, but anyways, I think, uh, and then you're, it sounds like you're spending your time productively. You're, you're doing some courses, uh, online courses, which is good. Um, awesome, man. It's good stuff. Anything, uh, anything else? I think that's. That's it from my side, man. I don't want to keep repeating myself. Yeah, I, th- I think we've we've covered quite a lot of it. Yeah, I like I look forward to uh, kind of doing like the next call where I've I've actually started and kind of like what I'm actually sinking my teeth into. I think that'd be really cool to yeah to like put out there. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, let's let's see if you can get yourself up over a thousand connections. Yeah, no, I gotta I gotta definitely hit the. <laughs> yeah, do you use Sales Navigator? Do you say? I don't. I don't use that. Okay. Yeah. So I can share my screen um, and just give you some ideas. So I think we did this, didn't we? Or no? Yeah. Yeah. Like sales nav, just literally hit up anybody. Well, you kind of started doing it, I guess. You already know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just hitting up that and like attacking it, just attacking it every day. I think just at, le- at least 20, man, at least 20 connection requests a day. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's the same copy paste thing for like if you're hitting up the same type of people it's that literally will take you 10 minutes yeah exactly <laughs> like 10 minutes a day that's that's the only thing i'll request of you for this month <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll get on the uh i'll get on the connection train and and then hopefully be and in in your in your message you just got to be sensitive like i know it's crazy times right now um totally understand if you can't talk i just just wanted to you know, I already have an internship lined up. I just was curious to learn more about your path and, and XYZ firm. That's all mm-hmm. you have to say. Yep. Um, awesome. And that'll, that'll, that'll get you a long way. I think you'll get a lot more calls than you think. I hope so. Yeah. I think it'd be good. Cool, man. Well, listen, um, stay in touch, uh, ping me if there's any questions or anything changes with your internship and you need any advice. Um, then yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll stay in touch awesome. over this next month and I'll talk to you, I guess, in early May. Hopefully at that point, your internship has kicked off and you're, well, you'll be from home, but um, hopefully they can give you some real, real experience. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. All right. We'll chat soon.
Awesome. Bye. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way, patrick at wallstreetoasis.com. Until next time.